get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A financial business plan is for us every day, small business owners and professionals that want to make great financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your financial business strategist, each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I've helped tons of small business owners set up and take action on their game plan so that they know exactly what steps they need to be taking to be making more money and growing their profits fast. If you know of anyone that may be curious, share this podcast, or let's chat and see what we can do together to create more profits in your business. So I'm super excited today to introduce my friend, Lisa Kempton. Uh, We're going to talk about automating your business. This is really, really important, and we've spoken about it at a lot at nauseum. So Lisa is the founder of the and chief automation expert at Sage Peak Business Solutions. She's helped um, businesses create systems and processes and puts them on autopilot so business owners can spend more time doing what they love. Yep, and making more money. So she is also uh, the host of a podcast called Business Under Pressure where she helps businesses solve everyday problems and focus on what they do best. Welcome, Lisa, and thanks for showing up today. We're really happy to have you. I know this is a a holiday weekend or just after holiday weekend, so you look rested and well. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is, you know, this is what I can talk about all day long, so I'm super excited. Yeah, isn't it great? So um, many times, um, this podcast has been going on for a while, and I constantly talk about ways that you can multiply yourself. And um, this is a perfect example using automation. Uh, Don't you agree? Oh, totally. I mean, so many people don't realize that so much of their day, in fact, depends on the business owner, but a lot of times almost up to 80% of their day is spent on doing things that are critical, but really not that important. And, you know, if they can free up even 20 minutes a day to where they're not spending that time on the mundane, let's say, and spend more time on doing things that are really important for their business, they're going to get two weeks more time toward in, by the end of the year um, two where weeks. they can actually focus on their business. So yeah, little changes yeah. make big differences. Yeah. Nobody ever thinks about just this little it, itty bitty thing goes, you know, and turns into that. So there's your yeah. vacation guys. If you automate, you've got your two week vacation. Exactly. All there you go. <laughs> um, I was thinking also that um, maybe not even just the mundane tasks, but the repeatable yes. uh, tasks that you do every day that you want to simplify. Maybe it's an onboarding process. Um, it absolutely has to be your email follow-up. But I mean, tell me more ideas on on what you can automate. So anytime you're gathering information, especially in the onboarding, that is a great way to automate that process. Um, Unfortunately, we as humans are not consistent. (laughs) That's just (laughs) the truth of the matter. And when we try and repeat the same thing over and over again, unless we have a procedure written down, um, it's almost impossible to do so the same every time we're going we're in different situations all the time. So when you automate that, you're able to really make sure that everyone's getting the same, uh, the same experience each time that you're working with them. So whether it's in, you know, 
with your employees that you're hiring and making sure that they're being onboarded in a way that they learn everything they need to do um, with your clients. The great thing is, is when you automate things, you can have people start doing things right away when they're most excited. So when they click that buy button, then you're automatically you have their buy-in. You have them excited to work with you. So now you can capture that excitement and start collecting the information you need in a format that's going to be the most uh, able for you to work with it along the way. So I'm a huge advocate of forms, of surveys, of um, you know, letting, of breaking things down into very bite-sized chunks. Uh, so that people know exactly what's expected of them. Because most of the time, if they know exactly what's expected of them, they live up to those expectations. Love it. Love it. It also, it also makes, um, makes sense that it would give you some sort of a quality check on the deliverables that you're delivering. Okay. So if, you're, if you have something that you've created that goes and it has a repeatable process and you know that it's going to be the same way every time, then your quality of what you're delivering, the way that you're saying it, the, the action step that you're asking them to do uh, is the same every time. And then you can also, I think, through that automation, you could also start testing things and seeing if it is working. You know, what exactly. if you said it this way and tried it the same way? And it's not the variance of us humans who don't do things the same way every time. <laughs> I love that idea. I yeah. love it. I love it. So um, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say the other thing too, is you can focus then on your raving fans, your best clients, the ones that just love you. You can really talk about like why they love you so much. And then you can create that system over and over again to make more of those raving fans, those ideal clients, uh, you know, because people don't, it doesn't just happen, right? There's a process to it. You just don't often understand it. So once you understand the reasoning behind it, why they love you so much, then you could repeat it. Ah, nice, nice. Automation, automation. So um, let's let's think about, so we talked a lot about um, our clients that were automating in there. Um, and you also hit on a small portion of um, hiring and using yeah. the automation with hiring. Um, one of the things that I think is super important is creating those processes and those systems and using it when you're hiring someone seems like it would save a tremendous amount of training. Don't you agree? It really does. So with hiring, there's so much busy work that has to happen. There's forms that have to be filled out. There's trainings that have to be done, all of this type of thing. The vast majority of this, you can actually automate to the point where people can do it at home. They don't have to come in and sit in front of a computer screen and watch, you know, 10 hours of trainings or whatever you have. Um, they can do that at home and then you just pay them for their time based on what it typically takes someone to complete that process. So the great thing is, is they're motivated to get it done. You're motivated to get them started right away because you know that training has happened. And then you're not wasting your time, you know, holding someone's hand along the process. That's happening in the background. And then when they do come in, they're raring to go. They're excited. They're ready to learn the stuff that they actually are going to have to use instead of all of that, you know, we all have to watch those training videos that were just like, oh my goodness. The compliance stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please stop. Yes. Please stop. Yes. So at least if but, you can do that in, you know, the comfort of your own home, it's a little bit better than having to do that, you know, when you feel like you're at a fish in a fishbowl with all everyone looking at you and you don't know who anyone is. 
No, that makes that makes total sense. I think that um, also uh, with that, you're giving them, uh, you're indoctrinating them into your environment. And with that, you're giving them the tools that they need and the way that they should be working with you. So I love this. Yeah. Uh, when when we talk about automation, do we talk, uh, we can talk about so many different platforms, whether we're using videos or emails or uh, forms that we have, or what else do you think that we could automate? Text message. Text <laughs> message is one of the best forms of automation because it sounds so personal. Like it's really, really easy to create a text message program that sounds really personal and it's always going to be short and to the point um, because that's what text message is. And people always have their phones with them too. So, you know, I was working with a transportation company and we automated to, you know, like if they even had an accident, all they had to do was text accident to a certain phone number and someone within the company got a phone call saying so-and-so was in an accident along with a text message, along with a press one to be connected with this person. You know, there's so much that you can do through text message nowadays. Um, and everyone always has their phone with them. So if you have a coupon and it's through a text message, they're going to have it with them. If they have, uh, you know, if they need if they want to be able to get a hold of your restaurant to see what your menu is and they text menu to your phone number and they get a copy of that sent to them, you know, like that's just convenient. Everything about text message really lends itself to automation so well. So I, I love never even message. thought of text messages. I, and, and I'm doing them all the time, all yeah. the time I'm running messages and I never really thought that businesses could use that. What yeah. a great idea. And, and it's just such a great way to follow back up with people, you know, hey, what did you think of this product? How did it work for you? You know, and people are so much like more likely to respond to a text than an email. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's, yeah. that's funny. Okay, so, um, so with automation now going forward, um, I, I believe that automation, uh, the number one reason for automation besides the quality control and the system check, the, the other automation benefit is that it's allowing you to free up time mm -hmm. for you to be able to do the more important money-making things yeah. in your business. Um, don't you agree on that? Totally. I mean, you got you have your zone of genius, right? The things that right. you can do and only you can do within your business. Like a little, right about 70% of the time, business owners aren't working in their zone of genius. <laughs> They're just doing sure. other stuff. And stuff so, that they have to or yeah, stuff that they working, shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah, working in their business instead of on their business. So, mm -hmm. you know, if they can actually work on their business, doing those things that set them apart, making those relationships, doing the things that only they can do, mm -hmm. then, you know, they're so much better off in growing their business. So many businesses are kind of stuck. They plateau because they can only take on a certain amount of work. Um because that's all right. they have time for because they're doing everything else. So if you can increase that amount of time where you can be the one running the ship and doing, you know, doing all the things that you need to do, then it just works so much better for your business and you're happier. Most people don't uh, go into business to be able to, you know, do paperwork. 
<laughs> You're so true. And I think that's that's the stress is is that we add all these things. And as, as small business owners or entrepreneurs, we're wearing a dozen different hats and trying to do it all. I think that with the automation, maybe people don't know how or what they mm-hmm. should do. But I think we talked a lot about the, the examples that they have. And in putting this in perspective, it is a little bit of upfront work that you have to do to create the systems and to get it automated. But once it's done, you just freed up two plus weeks of your life or more Um, and even more hours in the day to go after that. And then that's where I think your profits are going to increase. Oh, definitely. And it's so funny because I just was on a call with someone and he found down deep in my website a form that I had for something that I hadn't, I kind of hidden because Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do with that process. So I, and he found it and he filled it out this morning and he was like, so I filled this out and then nothing happened. And I was like, that's not automated (laughs) yet. That's funny. But you know, that's kind of the expectation nowadays is that when some, you know, like one thing leads to a certain response within your company. So I think that the more that we think about that, like the user's experience and what their kind of expectations are, and we can meet that and even exceed that through communication, um, that's how we get happy customers. I love it. I love it. So share with us some of the tools that you use um, in different forms of the automation. So the main for the main tool that I love is Zapier. And before I use a a different tool is I see how well it integrates with Zapier. So like I won't go into names, but you know, you you know the project management software and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's one that I will not use because I really dislike it how it integrates with Zapier. And so like I all day long will say Trello, 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 click up if you don't like Trello, but Trello, 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 you can do so much. And in my line of work, yes, I can typically make workarounds for almost anything, but that's just a whole lot more time and effort. And then you like get to recreate the wheels, right? Yeah, there's that. But also you're, you're paying for every task that happens. And it's just a little bit. But every time something has to trigger for something else to trigger to something else to trigger, you pay for that. So mm-hmm. when things integrate nicely, then that's a whole lot less cost for you, for your customers, and that type of thing. So I really like to look at how well um, certain softwares integrate with Zapier and then how well they just integrate with some of the bigger platforms out there like Google Suites, uh, different um, uh, form builders or different things like that. Because if they have a built-in integration, then you don't have to use a third party to make something happen. So that just takes a step or two or three out of the process. It makes it a whole lot easier for you and you don't have to pay for it. Okay. So tell me what Zapier does. So Zapier is kind of like a communication between two um, to different software. So if you have a form builder and then you have an email and you want, you know, the information from that form to go into a certain email or CRM or something like that, Zapier is how communication gets or how information gets from one thing to another thing. It's kind of like the bridge between them. Bridge. So that Love is, the, yeah. So that's the main tool that I use. There's uh, other ones that are more expensive than Zapier. Um, and I mean, they're getting better and they have a lot more integrations that are happening, but Zapier was the first, I mean, okay, well, technically the first on the block was if then, if this, then that I F T T E. 
but that one's more kind of like goofy. <laughs> like, right. Like a it's lot of- Joss versus uh, Microsoft, right? You know, you've yeah. got one version versus the other one. So it's yeah. nice. So that it. one, it was geared more towards consumers. So like um, you get sent the weather to your email every day type of thing. <laughs> like little stuff that at the time was great, but now it's kind of like outdated and stuff like that. So it's still fun. You can still find some pretty fun little things to do there, but it's, you're doing more of the work to create those app things. Yeah. So. Okay. So then now we have to have the system that will take it from here and put it over to there. So a communication bridge. I love that. Um, you also mentioned we need a forms, um, some sort of form uh, set up. Forms are the easiest way for your customers to get you information and not mess up that information in the process. Because the unfortunate thing is when you do have a system and you do have an automation, things have to happen pretty much the same way over and over again, or your system doesn't know what to do with the information. So a form is a really great way for multiple reasons. Um, one reason I really love forms is you can use images instead of words. So like so many people will go to their new client and they'll be like, um, they'll be like, Hey, so tell me what you want, but your client doesn't have the words to describe what they want because they don't know what they don't know. Right. So if you use more of a visual format of do you like this or do you like this? Do you want this or do you want that? People instinctively know what they want but they don't know how to describe it maybe. So I love using forms for that. I love the fact that you could do conditional logic with it. So if you have, um, you know, what, like I was just working with an interior designer and she had a question about artwork, like if they wanted to help with their artwork. Well, if they said, yes, they wanted help with their artwork, then she wanted to ask them what type of artwork they liked. But she didn't want to ask that if people didn't want help with their artwork. So, you know, Ah. those type of things really make it feel like an individualized experience. But it's just create it and let it go type of thing. And so that's what you want with automation is something that feels individualized, but actually just works across the board for everyone. Got it. Got it. So you're going to say, take step one. And if your answer is yes or no, then it's going to send you down different paths. It's yes. not very difficult to set up, is it? I mean, it doesn't, I've set them up myself and I found yeah. that it wasn't very difficult. So I don't want to scare people and go, no, this, you got to, you got to know code and all this other kind Definitely. of Definitely. No, no, you don't have to know any code and simple automations. I would highly recommend start playing around with it because it is pretty easy if, you know, you have uh, a jot form or a different type of form. Google forms even work really, really well. Um, and you want to put that information into, let's say, a document. I, I, I created, uh, I even just, I created a Google form that I, I was tired of having to um, format my blog posts in a certain way. <laughs> and so I created a template, um, Google Doc with, you know, the heading one, heading two, da, 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 da. And then I created a Google Doc that is hooked to that through Zapier. So when... I fill out one headline, like my headline, it automatically goes to there on my Google doc, you know, simple things like that, but no, there's definitely ways that you can get started with it. Um, It's when you get into multitask zaps that um, it starts to get a little more hairy that you're like, and then if it breaks down somewhere along the way, you're like, 
what happened? <laughs> like, why did that do that? So, why did they disappear? Right? They, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So this, um, there are companies like yours, right? So Sage, um, Sage Peak is, um, did I say that right? Sage Peak, not Peak Sage. Okay. Sage Peak. My bad. I just had one of those, uh, communication breakdowns. Um, so with that, um, there are companies like yours that can do that kind of work for you and set up the automation. It's not something constantly I'm talking to my business owners and suggesting do, and we even spoke about this, do what is your genius hire out for the rest. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just an awareness that we need to know that you should have automations going on, not necessarily that you should be doing it just like you shouldn't be doing your accounting and you probably shouldn't be doing your own marketing. Um, with that, you, you need to know as a business owner that automation can make your life so simpler and, and really give you back the time and energy, but that's not anything that you need to do. You just need to understand that it's possible. Yeah. That's the biggest issue that I have within my business is people just don't even know that it's a possibility or they think that like, I'm talking like robots when I'm talking automation, you know, something like that, like factories and, you know, Factory, no, yeah. not that type of thing. Um, so that's why I tend to use the word autopilot. Uh, it, people understand that a little bit better than if I say something like systemization and processes and automate, 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 automation, sorry. Um, anyway, when I use those kind of words, the people are like, I, I can't do that. that. That's scary, but it's not. It's pretty easy. Most people can figure out a lot of the simpler stuff themselves. In fact, if they have a um, something like MailChimp that is taking their information and creating different segmented lists and sending out different emails based on their lists and things like that. That's all automation. That is it. It's just confined within one platform. This is just helping different platforms to talk to each other. So you can expand upon that. So instead of everything happening just within MailChimp, you can go really possibilities are endless. <laughs> There's just so I much. Can, you can I can, I can imagine. So, so we've talked about, um, we've talked about automation. We've talked about using um, Zapier. We've talked about using forms. We've talked about using text messages and emails. Um, where do you think the biggest impact for businesses in their profitability would come from using automation beyond the time management? Is there, so, is there one place? The client experience. I think that's really what a lot of business, uh, you know, they say that it, I think it's like five times more expensive to get a new client versus retain one that you already have. Um, yeah. But we don't, most businesses don't concentrate on their client retention. They are always looking to get new clients and they just assume that people will stick around once they've tried their services. And that's not the case. Um, so I think that by automating that, because it does take, I mean, you definitely always have to continue to look for new clients and that does take a little bit more of your manpower, mental, you know, focus, that type of thing. It's much easier to keep people happy once they're already on board but it does take time and it does take effort. So when you automate at least some of that processes, maybe it means once a year you're, you know, reminding yourself to give that person a call or, you know, send them a handwritten note. It doesn't have to be every aspect along the way is automated, but the process is automated. So 
everything just happens in a flow where you don't have to think about it. Because when you have to think about things, when they have to be top of mind, that's consuming energy. It's consuming actual calories to have That's to prime about. real estate. Prime yeah. real estate in your brain if you're, if you're going ahead and focusing on something you shouldn't. So I love this. I love yeah. this. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, if you're creating the processes that remind you, think about your calendar, right? Your calendar has a pop-up and says, oh, it's Jane's birthday today. So then you text out an a, a email to Jane or a phone call to Jane or a business card to Jane. You know, these are just the little things that are automation that we already live in. And what we're what uh, Lisa's trying to uh, explain to us is that we want that automation to be more so in your business so you can take those things off and focus more on your business, yeah. growing your business, making more money, doing the things that are in your genius zone. Love yeah. this. <laughs> and Love the great this. thing is, is once you get a little more used to it, you don't even write the text to say happy birthday. That just right. automatically happens, you know, that type of thing. Um, right. So yeah, it's just your mind kind of goes all of a sudden when you realize like, oh my goodness, I can do so much more. And it tends to be like, at first it's people go, well, I need to do this. It's this, you know, like the stuff I need off of my plate right now. And then when they see the possibilities of it, it's like, oh, all of these things I've wanted to do, or I feel like I should be doing, but I haven't had time to do. That be automated. I'll do too. Love it. Okay. So Lisa, you've given us some really, really good ideas and thought processes on automation because um, my goodness, we're not living. Um, one of, one of my, uh, one of my mentors that I listen to always talks about what's, uh, what's on your plate. Well, I don't have a plate. I have a platter. And, you know, it seems like it's a smorgasbord of stuff that I've got to do as a business owner. And we're trying to free up some of that and automation is the key. So Lisa, how could, how could someone get a hold of you? Where, 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 where can they find you? Cause you're brilliant so, at this. So sage-peak is my, dot com is my website. So, um, hello at sage.peak.com. You're going to get to me. Uh, I have my own podcast. It's, it's business under pressure. So if you want to hear, like, this is the type of stuff I talk to business. I, well, I bring to business owners all the time is actionable ideas that they can institute in their business for those little everyday tasks that they have to do. And sometimes I even have my, um, former clients on and we'll talk about, uh, you know, what we did for their automations to give people an idea of different industries and what things they can do. Um, but also, you know, on my website, there's a, uh, people have the ability to uh, book a free consultation and I'll give them some great ideas for free of what they can do in their own business uh, to automate things and to make it a little bit easier. Love it. So I love the ideas. I love the automation. I'm using the word love a lot because this is a huge passion. And I think it's so, so, so important to have in your business. So thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And listeners, I hope you found an idea or two that you can put into your business that will help you make more control over your money and be more profitable. If you'd like to know specifically how to increase your own profits in your business, let's chat. My contact information will be in the podcast. 
Um, and Lisa's information will also be in the podcast. So I'm super excited today to talk about my book, Big Profit Secrets Exposed. It is on Amazon, and I'm on a speaking tour throughout the year, and most of them are virtual right now, but I'm out there talking about it because I think that we as business owners, we really need to make sure that we're making money in our business and what are the little tips and tricks and strategies and tactics that we can use like automation in your business to make more money and have it more profitable. So if you're interested or you have a group or you have a, um, a meeting that you'd like someone to speak at, please hit me up. Uh, again, my information will be in the podcast notes. So um, if uh, it, we, we would love to hear your ideas, feedback, questions. And um, if you have something you're interested in for a future show, hit us up. So please comment on this uh, on our podcast. My mouth has stopped working. Please comment on the podcast. Tell us what you think. Um, and for sure, subscribe. And when you subscribe, we'll go ahead and automatedly send you a special report called 10 uh, Easy Ways to Build Your Business Income. So let us know. Again, we want to hear it. And uh, we appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you, Lisa, for being on today. And you can always catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks so much. 